Hi there, and welcome to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. Today's show is about the music of Irving Berlin. Berlin's career spanned the majority of years in the 20th century, and the legacy he left for us is a big part of the great American songbook. In this hour, we're going to hear a lot of terrific music, and Irving Berlin himself will sing some of it. We'll also hear from Bing Crosby, Patsy Cline, Pat Boone, Rosemary Clooney, Tommy Dorsey, Duke Ellington, Judy Holliday, and Gene Autry. We'll learn a little bit about Irving Berlin's life and listen to the musical version of some medical advice he once got from his doctor. We start with an introduction by Frank Sinatra from a live radio broadcast in 1947, and the conversation includes Berlin himself. At no extra charge, we get to hear the two of them singing Irving Berlin's very first big hit song, Alexander's Ragtime Band. Thank you, neighbors. You know, we could stand here from now until the 4th of July and sing tunes by Irving Berlin, and every one of them would be a favorite of yours. And when you come right down to it, I guess every one of them would be a big hunk of your life, too. Because I'll bet it was an Irving Berlin tune you were humming when you first got your long pants and when you went on your first date, and possibly when you met the gal with the moonlight in her eyes. So, boys and girls, here is Irving Berlin. Thank you, thank you, Frank. I'm greatly honored by that tribute. But I want you to know that I'm a fan of yours, too. Mm -hmm. You bet, during Blue Skies, I was in the wings swooning. (laughs) Oh, the round haircut button shoe type, huh? (laughs) One of the more mature Bobby Sockers. Irving, it really gives us a lot of kicks to help you celebrate your 40th anniversary. Let's see, now, if this is your 40th anniversary, that means that you wrote your first song back in uh, 1907, eh? What was that first song, Irving? Well, it was called Marie from Sunny Italy. Don't tell me. Don't tell me I can picture it all. You were a wealthy American playboy. You meet this ravishingly beautiful creature named Marie. It's a moonlit night and in the Bay of Naples, the two of you all alone in a gondola. Suddenly, in a burst of genius, you compose this great hit song in the back of a love letter, eh? Well, uh, you're close, Frank. Only I wasn't a wealthy playboy. I I was a singing waiter. It wasn't the Bay of Naples, it was in 12 Pell Street, New York City. Oh. It wasn't a gondola, it was a joint. <laughs> and I'm, I'm afraid I didn't know Marie, she was just a rhyme for Italy. But it, it was a hit, wasn't it? I mean, a gold mine, huh? <laughs> a gold mine? Well, Frank, that song earned exactly 33 cents. Well, a very small type gold mine. You know, the music that the orchestra's playing pretty well sums up the tunes that Irving Berlin has written. You keep coming back like a song. That was so true of all the many wonderful songs in the motion picture, Alexander's Ragtime Band, that 20th Century Fox decided to reissue it. That's a great picture, Irving, and a great tribute to the permanence of your music in the hearts of the American people. Right now, all of us on the Old Gold Show would like to have a gang sing with some of those memorable melodies. And Irving, for the title song of that picture, I think you and I ought to get a couple of straw hats, some bamboo canes, and do this down in one, in front of the oleo, you know. You mean the team of Sinatra and Berlin coming on. Here we go, let's out. Oh, my honey, oh, my honey. 
better hurry and let's meander. Ain't you going, ain't you going to the leader man, the ragged leader man? Oh, my honey, oh, my honey, let me take you to Alexander's grandstand brass band. You better hurry along. Come on in here, come on in here. Alexander's ragtime band. Great band. Come on in here, come on in here. It's the best band in the land. Thank you play a bugle call like you never heard before. So natural that you want to go to war. That's just the bestest band. What am my little honey lamb? Come on along. Come on along. I'm right behind you. And let me take you by the hand up to the man, the man who is the leader of that band. And if you care to hear the Swanee River play in ragtime, come on and hear. Come on and hear. Alexander's great ragtime From a 1947 radio broadcast, Frank Sinatra and Irving Berlin. Next up is a song Berlin wrote in 1914 called Play a Simple Melody. The song is from the first stage musical production he ever wrote, which was called Watch Your Step, and the song was also part of a 1954 movie called There's No Business Like Show Business. The song's title, Play a Simple Melody, is deceptive because there are actually two melodies going on at the same time, and we'll hear the same thing later when we listen to Berlin's hit song, Marie. Here's Dinah Shore. Listen to the rag, to the rag, to the rag, to 
Dinah Shore and play a simple melody. Irving Berlin was born to Jewish parents in 1888 in Siberia, where the living conditions were harsh and Jews were persecuted. The family immigrated to New York City in 1893 when Berlin was just five years old, and they eventually settled in a tenement in Manhattan's Lower East Side. Berlin dropped out of school at the age of 13 and went to work selling newspapers on the street. Soon he started paying attention to the music he was hearing day and night from restaurants and saloons. Berlin taught himself how to play the piano, and by the time he was 18 he had a job as a singing waiter at a cafe in Chinatown. Berlin became a U.S. citizen in 1916, and he was drafted into the Army three years later at the age of 30. One of his duties, he wrote a musical called Yip Yip Yap Hank as an Army fundraiser. He later wrote some songs that were based on his time in the Army, and we get to listen to one of them later this hour. Now back to his music, the 1946 movie Blue Skies included a song that became an instant hit for Fred Astaire. Here's Puttin' on the Ritz. seen the well-to-do up and down Park Avenue on that famous thoroughfare with their noses in the air high hats and arrow collars white spats and lots of dollars spending every dime for a wonderful time now if you're blue and you don't know where to go to why don't you go where fashion sits put no Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes and cutaway coat, perfect fits. Putting on fits. Dressed up like a million dollar trooper. Trying hard to look like Gary Cooper. Super duper, come let's mix where Rockefellers walk with sticks or umbrellas in their mitts. Putting on the fits. Don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Putting on the wrist. Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes and cut away coat, perfect fits. Putting on the wrist. Dressed up like a million dollar trooper. Trying mighty hard to look like super duper. Mr. Cooper. Come, let's mix where Rockefellers walk with sticks or umbrellas in their midst. Putting on the Ritz. Putting on the Ritz. Putting on the Ritz. Putting on the Ritz. 
Putting on the Ritz, sung by Fred Astaire. Irving Berlin once said that if he could have any singer in the world introduce one of his songs, his choice would be the actress Alice Faye. He got his wish in the 1937 movie On the Avenue, in which Faye introduced a song called Slumming on Park Avenue. on your slumming clothes and get your car let's go sightseeing where the high-toned people are come on there's lots of fun in store for you see how the other half lives on park avenue let's go slumming take me slumming Let's go slumming on Park Avenue Let us hide behind a pair of fancy glasses And make faces when a member of the classes passes Let's go smelling where they're dwelling Sniffing everything the way they do Let us go to it why can't we do it too? Let's go slumming, no slumming at Park Avenue. Take me slumming Let's go slumming on Park Avenue Let us hide behind a pair of fancy glasses And make faces when a member of the classes passes Let's go smelling where they're dwelling Sniffing everything the way they do let us go to it, they do it, why can't we do it too? Let's go slumming, no slumming, at Park Avenue. That was Alice Faye and Slumming on Park Avenue. And while we have her queued up, let's listen to Alice Faye sing Alexander's Ragtime Band. She didn't introduce that song, but Berlin was reportedly very pleased with the way she recorded it. meander ain't you going ain't you going to the leader man ragged meter man oh my honey oh my honey let me take you to alexander's grandstand brass band ain't you coming along come on in here come on in here 
Alexander's Ragtime Band. Come on and hear, come on and hear. It's the best band in the land. They can play a bugle call like you never heard before. That's just the bestest band, what am? Oh, my honey lamb, come on along, come on along. Let me take you by the hand. Up to the man, up to the man, who's the leader of the band? And if you care to hear the Swanee River played in ragtime, come on and hear, come on and hear Alexander's Ragtime Band. Come on along, come on along, let me take you by the hand. Up to the man, up to the man, who's the leader of the band? And if you care to hear the Swanee River play in ragtime, come on and hear, 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 Alexander's ragtime Alexander's Ragtime Band. Well, it's certainly not hard to see why Irving Berlin liked to have his songs performed by Alice Fay. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. Today's show features the music of Irving Berlin. As a young man, Irving Berlin fell hopelessly in love with a woman named Dorothy Getz, and they were married when he was 24. However, while they were on their honeymoon in Havana, Cuba, she caught typhoid fever, and she died six months later. That was a huge loss, and it prompted Berlin to write a sad love song called What'll I Do? And here to perform that song is Judy Holliday. Okay. 
That was Judy Holliday with What'll I Do? Another time in his youth, Irving Berlin was involved in a failed romance, and he poured his heart into a sad love song, this one with just one word for a title, Remember. Here it is, sung by Pat Boone. love song Remember from the 1957 album Pat Boone Sings Irving Berlin. In the liner notes for that album, Berlin was quoted as saying these recordings were exactly the way his songs were meant to be sung. That's pretty high praise. Berlin was grateful and proud to be an American citizen, and he wasn't a bit reluctant to let the world know how he felt. He wrote lots of patriotic songs, and we'll listen to two of them now. First up, Gene Autry sings a song called I Paid My Income Tax Today. Irving Berlin dedicated all his royalties from that song to the United States Treasury. I said to my Uncle Sam, old man taxes, here I am. And he was glad to see me. Mr. Small Fry, yes indeed, lower brackets, that must be, and he was glad to see me. I paid my income tax today. I never felt so proud before to be right there with millions more who paid their income tax today. 
I'm squared up with the USA. You see those bombers in the sky? Rockefeller helped to build them, so did I. I paid my income tax today. We paid our income tax today. We never cared what Congress spent, but now we watch your every cent. Examine every bill they pay. They'll have to let us have our say. I wrote the Treasury to go slow. Careful, Mr. Henry Jr., that's my dough. I paid my income tax today. Yes, yes. That was Gene Autry, and I paid my income tax today. During World War II, Irving Berlin wanted to support the government's effort to have people buy war bonds, so in 1941, he wrote a song called Any Bonds Today, and it appeared in a 1942 propaganda film starring Bugs Bunny. The song was widely recorded at the time by the Andrews sisters, Kay Kaiser, Tommy Dorsey, and his orchestra, and as you might expect, Irving Berlin directed that all the royalties from that song went to the U.S. Treasury. Here's the song as it was presented in a 1942 radio announcement with music performed by the orchestra of Duke Ellington. In thousands and thousands of American families, and maybe you're one of them, two or three people have jobs today where only one worked before. That means extra money coming in every week. And that extra money belongs in war bonds. How much of it? Well, only you and your family know the answer. So figure it out yourself. Figure what each person earns a week and what the family needs for living necessities. And then put the extra money into war bonds. That's the voluntary way, the American way. You are responsible only to your conscience and the boys on the battlefield fighting for you. Are you lending all you can? <laughs> United States Treasury Department thanks Duke Ellington and the orchestra for their appearance on this program, as well as this station, for the use of its facilities. Special material was written by Thelma Ritter and Joseph Moran. This is James Wallington suggesting that you check the radio column of your local newspaper and tune in the Treasury Star Parade. Duke Ellington's orchestra, and a World War II promotion for Irving Berlin's war bonds effort. Still ahead this hour, lots more Irving Berlin music, performed by, among others, Rosemary Clooney, Bing Crosby, Patsy Cline, Guy Lombardo, and Julie Andrews. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. Today we're featuring the music of Irving Berlin. Here's a song Berlin wrote called Marie. The song was introduced in 1929 by Rudy Valley, and eight years later, in 1937, Tommy Dorsey turned it into a number one hit 
that sounded like this. Dorsey's Orchestra and Marie. A dozen years after the death of his first wife, Irving Berlin fell in love with an heiress named Ellen McKay. However, her wealthy father didn't think a young Jewish songwriter was quite the right match for his daughter, and Ellen was sent to Europe. Berlin was devastated, but Ellen returned to New York after a while, and the two of them eloped. They enjoyed half a century of married life and had four children. To celebrate their reunion, and their marriage, Berlin wrote a love song called Always. Here it is by Patsy Cline. Always, always, 
Patsy Cline and Irving Berlin's Always. Life magazine once noted that when young people at dances heard a band play that song, they were sure that Irving Berlin had written it just for them. I mentioned Berlin's service in the Army, and the experience gave him lots of material for songs. Here's one that doesn't need much explanation. It was recorded by a barbershop quartet named the Four Sergeants. It's called Oh How I Hate to Get Up in the Morning. chance to meet a soldier friend of mine he'd been in camp for several weeks and he was looking fine his muscles had developed and his cheeks were rosy red i asked him how he liked the life and this is what he said oh how i hate to get up in the morning oh how i'd love to remain in bed for the hardest blow of all is to hear the bugler call. You 
You gotta get up, you gotta get up, you gotta get up this morning. Someday I'm going to murder the bugler. Someday they're going to find him dead. I'll amputate his reveille and step upon it heavily and spend the rest of my life in bed. And I'll sleep, sleep, day and night. A bugler in the army is the luckiest of men. He wakes the boys at five and then goes back to bed again. He doesn't have to blow again until the afternoon. If everything goes well with me, I'll be a bugler soon. Oh, how I hate to get up in the morning. Oh, how I love to remain in bed. For the hardest blow of all is to hear the bugler call. You gotta get up, you gotta get up, you gotta get up this morning. Oh, boy, the minute the battle is over. Oh, boy, the minute the foe is dead, I'll put my uniform away and move to Philadelphia and spend the rest of my life in bed. Spend the rest of my life in bed. Well, anybody who's been in the Army can certainly relate to that. The four sergeants and oh, how I hate to get up in the morning. Irving Berlin was an extraordinarily prolific songwriter, Estimates of his total song count range up to at least 2,000. At one point in his career, he was said to be composing at the rate of about one song every day. Right now, we're going to hear a set of two songs that Berlin wrote about dancing. First up is one that became a standard. It's called Change Partners, sung for us by Ella Fitzgerald, nicely backed up by Paul Weston and his orchestra. And while we're in dance mode... We'll follow that with a popular dance number called Cheek to Cheek. Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians turned that into a number two hit recording. First, Ella Fitzgerald. Must you dance every dance with the same fortunate man you have danced with him since the music began won't you change partners and dance with me must you dance quite so close with your lips touching his face can't you see i'm longing to be in his place won't you change partners and dance with me ask him to sit this one out and while you're Since 
Heaven knows when Won't you change partners And then You may never want to change partners again Oh, I love to climb a mountain and to reach the highest peak. 
But it doesn't thrill me half as much as dancing cheek to cheek. Oh, I love to go out fishing in a river or a creek. But I don't enjoy it half as much as dancing cheek to cheek. Cheek to Cheek, performed by Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians, a song that just begs the listener to get out on the dance floor. And before that, we heard Irving Berlin's Change Partners, performed by Ella Fitzgerald. As much as anybody could, Irving Berlin understood the core American values of love, home, gratitude, generosity, and goodwill. And those values are reflected in our last three songs today. In 1942, Berlin wrote the song White Christmas for the movie Holiday Inn. The song won him an Academy Award, and Bing Crosby's recording of that song still holds the record as the best-selling single of all time. Thank you. 
Crosby and Irving Berlin's smash hit White Christmas. That may be the ultimate Irving Berlin song in terms of popularity, but we've got two more still ahead in this hour, and I don't think you should miss them. The first one has a story behind it. Berlin once said the song resulted from a conversation he had with his doctor. He described it like this. After he listened in silence to a lot of my self-pity, bellyaching, and complaining about insomnia, he looked at me and said, Did you ever try counting your blessings? Here's Rosemary Clooney and the song called Count Your Blessings. When I'm worried and I can't sleep I count my blessings instead of sheep and I fall asleep Counting my blessings When my bankroll is getting small I think of when I had none at all And I fall asleep Counting my blessings I think about a nursery And I picture curly heads And one by one I count them As they slumber in their beds If you're worried and you can't sleep Just count your blessings Instead of sheep And you'll fall asleep Counting your blessings Just count your blessings instead of sheep And you'll fall asleep Counting your blessings Rosemary Clooney and Count Your Blessings in the 1960s, Irving Berlin retired and became something of a recluse in his home in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York. In September 1989, he died of natural causes in New York City at the age of 101. George Gershwin said Berlin was the greatest songwriter who ever lived. Jerome Kern said it this way, 
Irving Berlin has no place in American music. He is American music. And after that, I don't have much left to say. This program is 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and we'll wind things up with one of the finest love songs that Irving Berlin ever wrote. I've heard quite a few recordings of this song, and I recently found one that gave me goosebumps. I can't think of a better way to end our show than to turn to Julie Andrews and Irving Berlin's How Deep is the Ocean. How much do I love you? I'll tell you no lie How deep is the ocean How high is the sky How many times a day Do I think of you How many roses are How far would I travel 